This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Justin, we have a podcast. Diving, diving deep. Both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. Um, all right, let's uh, quick in here on the Texans before we get to the mailbag. If you want to email a question in for next week's mailbag, hou mailbag at gmail.com. Nothing super new on the Texans front news wise. We're waiting for Wednesday for D'Amico Ryan to give us updates on the injured Texans, probably the two. I'll say the three that Texan fans are most interested in and curious to get your thoughts on these, John. And we'll talk about the offensive line, too. Um, Jalen Petrie's the big one, I think, for most people. Chest injury, bruised lung. Jimmy Ward, still dealing with his hip, was out last week. And then George Fant, who left the game in Baltimore on Sunday because of what looked to be an arm injury of some sort. Something about, you know, some sort of injury on his shoulder. Is a shoulder? Okay. Um, but uh, thoughts on, I guess... You know, I know neither of us are doctors, but thoughts on the chances of getting any of those three guys back and what the shuffle might look like on the offensive line if there's no George Fant on Sunday. I love the way D'Amico said, I'll update you Wednesday. And when we ask him Wednesday, he won't tell us anything, you know, because he never does. And so we have to wait until the injury report comes out. I don't know about Fant. I'm writing a column for sportsradio610.com on Tuesday after we record about I've never seen anything like this in all my years covering the NFL, 47 now, where a team has so many injuries in the offensive line early in the season, going back to camp. It's just I've never seen it. It's unprecedented. It could be Josh Jones starting a right tackle, Michael Dieter starting at left guard, and that's certainly not what they signed up for. And uh, and as far as Jalen Petrie, Bruce Long, remember when uh, Deshaun Watson had to collapse Long? I don't know the difference. And broke and broken ribs, and he never missed a game. But Petrie's a hitter. I'd be really surprised if you can spend a night in a hospital for observation in Baltimore and be able to play the next week. Jimmy Ward, no clue about his hip. I think MK Stewart and uh, Eric Murray played about as well well as they could play for defense. That appears to be vastly improved. Yep, and we'll see. I it's it's a I I wonder how Anthony Richardson. How, how his style of play uh, equates to the relevance of the safety position in, on defense. He's got an arm. He can throw it out of he can throw it out of the building. He just doesn't know where it's going. You know, I don't know how much I don't know how much they're going to attack downfield with the Colts or how much they're going to put the game in Anthony Richardson's hands on the ground. You know, their their running game outside of Anthony Richardson is horrible. 
Deion Jackson had like 13 carries, literally had like 13 carries for 14 yards. Their leading ground gainer was Richardson with 10 carries for 40 yards. I don't know. My early, what's your early read, John? We'll get out, we'll get on the record with prediction on Thursdays. Look ahead. So what's your early feel on this thing? The Texans are actually a one and a half point favorite in this game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, I've been saying since the, the draft, I picked the Texans to win. I still pick the Texans to win. The best thing about the Texans on Sunday at Baltimore was the way they contained the run. You know, if it wasn't, you take away Lamar Jackson. As it was, they averaged 3.7 yards on 110 yards. And then if you take away his, they averaged 2-3. And so mm-hmm. that run defense looked really good. And I think playing against Jackson – would help them against Richardson. D'Amico Ryan said it would. So did uh, Will Anderson Jr. Denzel Perryman said, no, they're two different players, but he didn't explain. But it seems to me when you're defensing and game planning for a mobile quarterback two weeks in a row, first time you did it, that would be good. I realize Richardson is bigger and stronger and probably faster, but there's nobody more elusive than Jackson. So I'm going with the Texans. I think they're going to win a low-scoring game and and I'll be surprised if they don't. Yep, I'm with the te- I'm I'm going with the Texans too. I'll have a score later in the week, John. I was pretty close on my you score are. for the 25 to nine was the final. I said 24 to. I was there, man. I, did you know, John? There's never been before Sunday. There's never been an NFL game with a final score of 25 to nine. It was a scoregami. There'd never been a 25 to nine game. Have you ever no. heard of scoregami? Uh, no, I do now because that's what I saw during the after the game but uh yeah you know that's pretty amazing yeah 25 to 9 there's never been a 25 to 9 final before the texans making history 